Hello, everybody. Hello. I miss our music. Our music is here. You know, I I can hear it anyway. So thank you so much for tuning in to your uh, second episode of The Geek Chat. Yay. Yay. So um, again, this is uh, your weekly podcast for comic books and comic book related materials for uh, the geek and you. You know, um, it's myself, Desmond, and my ever faithful companion, Rich. Oh my God, you make me sound like Lassie. You kind of are like Lassie. Oh. You know, you have a nice coat. I do. You're very, you're very shiny. I, yeah, I'm and, shiny. And uh, yeah, you're, you're, you're like my Lassie. So, just wanted to say a quick thank you to um, our sponsor. Uh, we have a sponsor this uh, this season, uh, whatever on the Castro. What is the address to whatever, Rich? It's located at 548 Castro Street between 18th and 19th. Where you can go and get all of your uh, comic book goodness. Um, and if you come on a Wednesday, which is New Comic Book Day, you might be able to meet us. And so, be interviewed for... And, and be interviewed for What's New Wednesday. It's our um, We're going to be updating the uh, SoundCloud every every couple of days just to see you know what people are, are excited to read uh, for this week. Um, so please, please... Um, Check us out. So we're going to be trying to update the Facebook group, the Geek Chat, as well as the uh, the SoundCloud. You can also go to the SoundCloud to listen to old episodes or past episodes. And this episode will be live, not live, but it'll be memorized um, and uh, posted tomorrow afternoon. So if you if you miss this live, you know, hopefully you'll be, you'll be able to tune in to us um, next Monday right. at 6 p.m. So, um, also wanted to say, uh, give a shout out to our DJ. The, the music that you hear um, behind our luscious tones is produced by DJ 4AM. And you can definitely check him out at um, DJ 4, the number 4, AM dot bandcamp b-a-n-d-c-a-m-p dot com this one time at bandcamp you can definitely check out dj 4am stuff he's a fantastic dj also since this is live you can definitely live tweet us and we will uh respond or where do they live tweet us at they can live tweet us at um at the geek chat the geek chat it's um or you can hashtag it the geek chat at the geek chat or you can come to mixlr and you can um, join us live. And you can join us live, and in, in the and you can do a commentary if you download the free app. So that's all us. That's what we're doing. So please stay tuned. Uh, so Rich, what is one of your books that you loved this past week? Hmm, love is a hard, hard. Okay, let's just say That's, I, that you enjoyed. How that about I that? I enjoyed. Yes. Um, I'm really loving the Multiversity Guidebook this week. Last time we spoke, uh, I told you all about. The Thunderworld one. And this one is a guidebook to all the 52 Earths. The 52 Earths? Yes. And and this is uh, this is how Grant Morrison uh, depicts them? This is, yes, this is all Grant Morrison. Uh, so this issue comes in at a whopping lots of pages. Uh, a whopping lots of pages? Whopping lots of pages. And it's written by Grant Morrison. The artists are Marcus Toe and Paulo Sequiria. I think that's how you say their names. Uh, Remember, we, uh, we, we, that, that's we, we our thing. your names. Yeah. No offense. Um, so this is broken up into actually three sections. The first one is about the 
Do you remember when DC did the um, Little Gotham series and how they're the little people? Yes. This is kind of like that world. That was the one that um, Dustin Nguyen was mm, doing. I, yeah, we butchered his name too. Nguyen? Sure. Okay. Yes. Um, so, two Earths come together because you learn that this one Earth that... Uh, wow. This is really hard. I, I know why a lot of people want, don't want to read it, but it's so good. I told so, you. <laughs> okay. Baby, all these Savannah people um, have figured out what it is about the doors, the cubes, and the doors, like in the Jim Morrison, like, Jim Morrison doors. No wrong no. doors. Okay, wrong doors. Um, but it talks about the bleed, so it's going to get into stuff that DC's had in its wheelhouse for a while. You learn that the bleed is actually around all the worlds. Oh yeah, that was already established. Yes. Um, so in this, it focuses on Commandy. Remember Commandy? Of course. And is it uh, like the Future Boy or something? Yes, Commandy. Uh, and they land on the island of God Watchers, and it's actually the new gods, but not the new gods that we saw from uh, Godhead. It's a whole nother bunch of new gods. See, so that's weird, though, because it, it has been established that there are only one set of new gods, and mm -hmm. they... And they exist outside of all of all of the fifty-two because they're because that apocalypse. Sorry, that apocalypse. The uh, the Earth dark side. side that is in Earth Two was the same one that tried to con that tried to conquer. You know the 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 um, the full Earth. Right, and I think that might not. It's really weird. These new gods, but it's the old gods that we would know, like how they look, not the new Imagine fifty-two. Wow. Uh, like Big Barda, Mister Miracles, there. Um, OMAC shows up in the form of a BioMac, the bio-factored one-man army corps. Uh, he's with Commandy. Well, Always the, was a fan of OMAC. Always were. was a fan. Yeah. Um, the middle of the guidebook runs you through all the different Earths. There's seven Earths that aren't named. They're uh, unknown worlds created by an inner chamber of seven monitor magi for a mysterious purpose. I have a feeling we're going to learn what that is during the Convergence. You learn that like Captain Carrot and is on Earth twenty six, and Little Cheese is still alive, which probably no one that is listening even knows who Little Cheese was. Uh, it goes into Earth thirty seven was the um, Thrill Killer. Do you remember that? Yeah. And Elseworlds. Yeah, I loved that. Um, I love that series. So now they're on an Earth. Uh, it just goes through and really nails down what I thought was interesting is Earth zero is the same earth they're just they explain in here which it's really weird that now that this new 52 is supposed to be in effect they actually show you the beginning of the dc universe they show you the original two flashes they show you the old jsa jla the multiverse so it's gonna be interesting what they do how this all comes out of it i should say for convergence oh, it was a good book a lot of people uh, online we were reading either hate it or you love it so I really liked it. I, I like this series so far. What's next from it? You don't know? Oh, it's in the back. Well, read it. <laughs> um, the next one is Mastermen on sale in February. And it looks like it's uh, Uncle Sam versus, I think it's Red Sun Superman. 
Oh yeah, that was the one in which they wanted to, um, what is it? Uh, Stalin or something is trying to shoot a bomb and destroy, and so the Supermans have to have to join together and eat cheese or something. I don't know. <laughs> it's uh, Grant Morrison, so cheese is probably in it. Yeah. Oh, you want to take a look? I would like to take a look. Right. So, what so, so the book that I <laughs> somewhat enjoyed, um, and I say somewhat enjoyed because, because Rich knows, um, this is so hilarious. I really liked Spider-Man and the X-Men. Oh. Oh. <laughs> what? What? Come on. That's What'd you fun, like about that's it? That's a fun book. Well, first of all, who wrote it? Uh, let's say. Let, let's see who wrote it. So so a little bit of history. So what happened was Wolverine's dead, right? He's dead? And uh, yeah, yeah. Spoiler alert, he's dead. Um, and so what happened was they wanted to, they, Marvel, wanted to... Um, Continue. continue. Yeah, continued the book on. And so what they did was they basically added Spider-Man. So you have Spider-Man and... Spider-Man and... now can be in 500 places as well. Well, you know what? If Wolverine could do it, why can't uh, Spider-Man? I, I mean, come on. This is Spider-Man. He is awesome. Um, so basically what this book is doing is... Um, it's just taking the place of... Would you call... I wouldn't call the group remedial... Right, huh. it's their it's their gifted. Let's just say gifted. well, but they go to a gifted school. Well, they're gifted people. So they are the gifted of the gifted kids. Not really, <laughs> they're like they're like that special class that you got sent to, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah you, you have fond memories of that class, don't you, Rich? I do. I boy and I would would play hooky, and Hellion would come <laughs> after us. But anyway, so basically, what it is is the second issue that came out, and it is written by Elliot uh, Colin. And the artist is Marco uh, Fela. Um, and yeah, he's the artist. And the colorist is Ian Herring. A uh, really good book. And the reason why I like it is because um, the subtext is Spider Man is here, and there is a uh, one of the students is actually uh, a spy or bad or, or evil, and he has to find out who it is because Wolverine left him a note or something that said it that makes zero sense but i know it makes on. zero sense but anyway but i what i really like about the books is the interaction between the students and him you know they are, i'll give you that it is it is hilarious although the one thing that, that i do think is a bit out of character is, is how they're portraying hellion like i really wanted hellion not to be as you know they, they really make him fairly a lot more younger acting than than I think that he should. Oh yeah, he had his hands ripped off. He's been through stuff. Yeah, he didn't. Yeah. No, that was one of my problems with this issue. Yeah, but I, but I love how they make Shark Girl. I love. I think I think he got a uh, rock slide. Um, uh, I think they got him really right on. See, in um, the next book I'm going to talk about, I think he's a little better. You know, I really I just like how all of their are talking. And so in this issue, you have um, Sauron and. Who was the other guy? Stegosaurus. Stega, Stegron. Yeah, Stegron. And so they're trying to bring about a new dinosaur age or something like that. Because this book is for five-year-olds. It is, I love it. That's why I love it. Because it's I for think, five-year-olds. Oh, my God. I love it. <laughs> um, and it's hilarious. You know, this, some of this stuff, they turn and blob or, or, or no see-through boy. Glob. He, glob, yes. Globulus Herman, who lost a ton of weight. Yes. Which is great, you know. No, it's not. 
There needs to be fat mutants. You know what? Maybe he actually started working out. He, mm -hmm. he did a no salt diet. His body was jelly. He's a he 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 became a vegan jelly person. Uh, you know, no, he was cuter as the dinosaur. He's, yes, yes, he gets turned into yes, a dinosaur. He gets turned people. into a dinosaur. That is like. And Shark Girl. I swear to God, five-year-olds. Shark Girl, you know, is plays them against each other, and they're supposed to be scientists, yet their small reptile brains can't do it. I thought it was a great book. It was fun. It didn't take itself too seriously. It was just very, very fun. I know. I'm always bitching about I want fun and funny books. And this was fun and having and having and having like Sloron Mac on Shark Girl. And I keep thinking to myself, oh my god, it's like your creepy uncle, you know? <laughs> I mean he was coming seriously, he was coming off like a like and a then, creepy uncle. And then and then the kissy lips when he okay, tried to that, kiss her. When the kissy lips for me was the point where I'm like, okay. There is a point where things can be funny, and then there's a point where things are just no, no. And then and then Glob tries to escape, and he's like, "Hey, you're 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 like jelly. Why don't you just like go through the bars?" And it's like, "Hey, I got oh no, I have know, ribs. I have ribs. My you know, so it's kind of cool. It's like those I'm, little physics things." Or I would give this probably a good solid B minus for effort. Why are you so silent? I'm I okay. I I would agree. It had its moments. The art fits the story because it does feel like a children's. Yeah, the the, the it, art the art is um is it is um childish. I don't want to say childish. It's just it's much more cartoony. Yes. Well, yeah. 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 I'll leave it at that. I would definitely say that it is definitely a lot more cartoony. Um So I've never heard of this writer. No, neither have I. That's why I think it's very interesting that they actually, you know, took the time to to give them a book like this. I mean, it's X Men and Spider Man, Spider -Man two of their biggest properties. And it's like, yeah, and it's on a name we've never heard of. And it's and it's um so, and it's Spider Man that's not part of the Spider Verse. He has to be part of the Spider Verse. That was just you know like Wolverine was part of whatever. And so the interesting thing is Nick Bradshaw, beautiful cover. Cause yes. You know, Nick Bradshaw. Is and then you open it up and you're like, oh. No, the, I think the artwork, the artwork was good. I think, I think you're being a bit. I'm too, being a bit hard. I, I know. Think you're being a bit too I know. hard. You know, it was, it was a fun book, but I got to be honest, it wasn't as fun as my pick. Are you serious? I'm serious. I know you don't want to read this book, but I, I read love it. this no, book. No, it wasn't. I mean, it wasn't that bad. I just, it was. It was fun. I just think it's very long in the tooth at the moment. This, this, this book is very long in the tooth. The problem is, it's long in the tooth because. It seems every six issues, which is true, they throw on a new writer. I have a question um, with that one. Do you think that the... Well, well, tell them what the book is, and then, and then I can give you my, my thoughts right. about it. So it's Amazing X-Men, number 16, written by Christopher Yost, who became one of my really favorite writers back when he was doing the X-Men Evolution cartoon, and then brought X-23 to the Marvel Universe. The artist is Jorge... Mm, Fornays? Fornays, we'll say. Colorist was Rachel Rosenberg, and this is the Once in Future Juggernaut Part 2 of 4. So the team, consisting of Storm, because she's like in everything now, um, Firestar, Iceman, because he's in everything now, Northstar, Wol um, oh my god, I almost said Wolverine, because he was on the team, now he's dead, uh, Rachel Gray, and Nightcrawler, back from the dead. The whole thing is about Sidorak, um, wants wants someone on earth with his power and um if you remember last colossus had he was the juggernaut and then you know that whole thing with professor x dying and all that mm -hmm. um well it's calling out to colossus he had a vision 
but so did these other four people. So right now everyone's trying to get the gem. Uh, Crossbones is in it, which was interesting that he would have the calling. Uh, I loved Mankiller. She's in it. She got the calling. Can imagine her being the juggernaut. The artist is a new artist. And he has, uh, there's some flashes of good and a little cartoony, but I think good pick on this book. It's been a solid two issues. There's two more to go. Give it a try. That's it? That's all? I thought you had a little bit more to say about it. Well, no. I mean, I actually... I don't know. I, I, I read the first one when they brought back Nightcrawler, and I thought it was really good. And then I was just like, okay, what's going to be... What else is going to happen? You know, what what more is going to happen? And then they had the Wendigo stuff, and I just really couldn't get into that. Well, you should pick up these last two, because they're really good. I mean, really, it's yep. getting ready to end. Who knows? You know? We don't know that. I mean, but what was, what did you, what really stood out for the, about the, the characters? I'm, it's, they're actually being written well for once. And it's not a Bendis book, so. It's not a Bendis book, I know. I mean, so, so who was your standout character from that, from that roster? Oh, no, it's Colossus? all about Colossus. Really? Yep. He's on the path to redemption. No one likes him. Because mm. he's back at the school because Logan said, hey, he's our friend, you know? And, um,. Storm's not taking it well, so there's Storm's no more. Little, yeah, there's no more of that sisterly love. But mm. at least they see the thing about this is they actually Address refer it. to the history. And this is one thing I like about his writing is Yost is one of those writers who respects the past and adds on to it. And I thought it was a good thing. The only thing I can't stand, I'm so sick of Iceman being in anything. You don't like Iceman? Mm-mm. He's okay. Well, okay. Oh, and Rachel needs a total new costume. Okay. Okay. Well, I I have to kind of agree with you on that. I don't. Thank I don't. You. She's just. She's her her outfit has a lot of business going on. It's too much. Just just too a much. lot simplify of it. a lot of. Gotta simplify just it. A, she got a lot of stuff going on on that outfit. Spikes and belts and. What are you going to talk All about? All kinds of craziness. So the next book that I'm going to talk about is the return of a, of a, of a series that, that I really, really liked. And yep. I really wanted it to last longer um, until the time that it was when it was going. But I'm happy because it's an image book. And if, you, and if you know anything about image, what they do is image will basically put out six, five to six issues of a book. And they will collect it. Do it, uh, release it as a trade for nine ninety nine, which is a fantastic price point and a not all, point. but most of not all, but most. Yeah. Um, and then there will be a little bit of a hiatus for like a couple of months, um, and then the book will come back. You know, this has been a they did it with Saga, they did it with Chu, they did it with all kinds of books, and one of the books that they did it with is a is a new a new series that came out. Five issues came out, and it was Danger Club, and uh, is written by Landry Q Walker Landry Q Walker yes and uh, the artist by Eric Jones thank you Eric for having such a very easy name to talk <laughs> and the colors were by uh, Michael Rusty Drake wow you gotta love these names um, but anyway it, it picks up at the end of uh, what happened in the first five issues in which um, in this world all of the older superheroes have died don't know how, but but something catastrophic happened, and then their sidekicks were left to defend the Earth 
uh, from this big baddie. Did you wiki that? Because I read all that and forgot what happened. Really? No. That's how long ago the no? the book has not. No, been I, I remembered. I remembered that because I, I really enjoyed the book. You know, and I was. Just I did like, too, but I was like, I opened it the today, and I'm like, I really don't remember what happened. Yeah. So so it takes place at in 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 well the underworld because because the main character died. You know, in the in the last the Spoiler. edition. Spoiler. Well, come on. And <laughs> and. Um, and he wakes up in the future, or sorry, in the in underworld. And so the first page is always, the first page is always sort of, it, it's like they're referring to a comic book or, or a story from the past. And uh, which kind of gives you a hint or a clue as to what this, this issue is going to be about. And so in this issue, they finally reveal who the big baddie is as as he is a uh, a villain that threatens all time and space. So it's always you know, if you're gonna write a book, you know, make it be make the villain be super bad. And so and so this the sidekick was actually a clone of of, of another sidekick. Um, it, it gets a bit convoluted, but it is comic yes, books. Yes, it does. So, so there was this one superhero, and he had he, he had a kid, and then he they were clones, and one was a perfect specimen who was built in order to, to stop this big arm, bad. this big bad, you know. But that kid died, and so he had to use the second one, which was not supposed to have this. He's like um, the Jan. He very much yeah, yes. He, that that he dad is, did not care. Yeah, he is definitely the Jan. But but the dad gives him the vision of who the of who the big bad is, and um, he asks. Basically, it seems like this series, this this the beginning of the series, set up as him trying to get back to, um, get back to the to, to the uh, the the world above the real world. Above, yeah, yes. the real world. To the living. Yeah, to, to to the world of the living. And he needs his arch enemy's help. Yes, because now they are those Greek gods and stuff, and it's kind of funny because his arch enemy killed him in the first issue, so it's kind of funny. Yep. You know, it's a pompous. Now you gotta go back. Kid. Yep. Yeah. So, and the gods are like, "Hey, we want to save ourselves. Help!" You know. Yeah. So it it it's a very interesting story. It's a it's an adult story told with kids. So that just sounds like a good idea, doesn't it? Well, it always does. <laughs> you know, I mean, look at Harry Potter. I mean, come on, you know, those those kids should have been dead long, <laughs> multiple times. Uh-huh. You know, most most uh, young adult stories, those kids should have been killed. But you know, you know, I gotta say the uh, the art in this for taking place underground in a basically a huge set of tunnels and caves. Yeah, the, and the necropolis. They. He manages to fill the pages. I mean, some of these pages, like that two-page spread, what, what everything he's seen, really good. Really good art on this book. And I'm hoping that it doesn't take another couple years for the next issue to come out. Well, my hope well, my hope is because it took so long for this issue. They and were I, getting them all in the can. Yeah, I think, I think that they were getting them all in the can. I mean, that is, that is my hope. And I think that that's kind of what Image does. Well, that's is, what they're doing with Jupiter's. What's it called? Jupiter's. What's the next one? Ascendancy. Or? No, that's the movie. Oh yeah, Jupiter's. That that's the movie. Yeah, the, no. The Mila Kunis movie. So they're doing. If you read Jupiter's Legacy by Image, which you should, the trade will be out, and we highly recommend it. It's a great story. Um, Grant Morrison and no, Mark Millar. Mark, yeah, Mark Millar, Millar and Frank Quitely. Yeah. Um, they're doing a prequel and a sequel, and the sequel is going to be done by Frank Quitely. But you're going to be waiting a while, so... They gave us, they're giving us a prequel. They're giving us the prequel by someone else, 
to fill in that gap. And yeah. I'll wait for more Frank Quitely art. Yeah, it was, hey, you know, Rich loves the moldy art. I do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Rich, so what was your, what well, was another I'm one gonna, of your books? I'm just going to, it's funny that uh, we're talking about Danger Club because the same writer wrote Red Lanterns this week. Um, Charles Sewell left the book. He left both his DC books because he is now an exclusive at Marvel. Congratulations. But the bad part is that means those other two books are written by someone else. And Red Lanterns was taken over by the same gentleman. Uh, Lan... Let me... Do, 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 do. Say something while I look. Do, 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 do. I'm going to sing for you. Okay. No, that's okay. <laughs> what? Uh, the script was by Landry Q. Walker. And the art was Jay Calafior. And uh, color Gabe... Mm, El Talab. Sorry. Um, Charles Sewell was working on this great thing with um, the Red Lanterns and that he built them up, tore them apart. That's how the story ended. And now uh, Guy Gardner is on Earth trying to basically take out these people infected with the red hate. And it really was a big character piece about what Guy is feeling because he's really changed over the years, especially in the New 52. I really, and I have to agree with you, I think I think his characterizations during the God War and him in the um, Green Lantern, what's his name? The um, Middle Eastern Green Lantern. That whole, when he was telling him, like... Yes, 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 how you're a good man. Yeah, how you're a good man and you always want to throw yourself into harm's way because you, you don't feel like you need to be redeemed. And I just really liked that aspect. Yeah, well, he kept this. And he talks about, you know, what he's done how he's gotten his own people killed. Mm -hmm. and, and he finally gives in and allows the people in this town's hate to come out as well as his own. And I'm sad the book's ending because it really has been, Red Lanterns has been one of the, the better of all the color books. Um, it's always had great writing, great art. So it's probably got one more left maybe, two more left, and Red Lanterns is done. So if you want your lantern with a, a little bit of anger go pick up the first i think there's five or six trades of red lanterns do you think it'll come back i have no clue what dc is planning really don't i don't know if any of these books are coming back i uh, we were talking earlier sinestro and green lantern are the only two out of the entire lantern line that are returning mm. so they're all canceled in march who knows who knows you want to talk about sinestro sure no you can go ahead no go ahead no, you go ahead. No, really, you. No, you. <laughs> you. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, one of the books that I started see, I started reading the the Green Lantern books after um, I started. Well, I got back into them during the um, during the um, uh, I started looking through it during the um, during the God War, uh, the Godhead uh, story, and I really thought that it. Um, I thought that series was really good. You know, it really, it, it really. The God War. Yeah, oh, Godhead. Oh, Godhead. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I really, I really thought the story was pretty good. It really got me into back into some of the Green Lantern books. One book in particular was Sinestro. Um, really good. It has been really good, and I'm probably going to end up picking up the the back issues for it. Well, the trade's out. Uh, yeah, pro probably end up picking up the trade, but it um, it's been really good. Um, the reason why it was good is because. Sinestro is 
is the villain that you love to hate. I you do. know, he he is one of those villains that you you, you root for him and he fails and he and it's really he, he's like the manipulator and the and and he's cunning and he's snide. And people are scared of him. And people are scared of oh, him. Oh yeah. And you just want to see what he can do. Like is is what's his game plan? What's his next step? So how did this? Cuz I'll be honest with you. I feel like we've been hyping Sinestro like if you go back and listen to some of those old ones, we always talked about it being so high. And for me after, you know, the high we had of the first eight issues, this one I just felt this was a building issue, though. You have yeah. to have ebbs and flows in these issues. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it, he was. I mean, he even mentions in in the book. See, in the book, there's these um these people called the the pale vicars, uh, or, or the palings, and they're these people that that basically suck emotions out of people. I know lots of people like that. You know, <laughs> they suck emotions out of people and plants. They're like they're like a race of galacti. <laughs> you know, that's that's a clinical word, galacti. Uh, but yeah, they go around and they absorb um, the emotions, and so they're like—I guess they're like—they're they're, they're like a, emotional vampires, and they they feed on the and the emotions, and so um, Sinestro is is going to take them out, and him and his people are are basically looking at um, they were called to, to to this planet to see what was going on. Well, they were they were told that there were. Karugians, is that yeah. how you say them? Yeah. On the planet. That that he was going to save. See, that's another thing. It's like why would why would Sinestro have any any inkling to want to save them? Well his people. Them? I know I understand that, but but even still, it's like where is that? Gotta read the first you gotta read the first book. You know first couple books no, to explain it. Well I, I know a little bit about it, yeah. you know, and that's why his daughter's with him and yep. and everything. Um but then you find that that it was just a ruse. Uh, by by another an old school villain who was back. Um, Did you ever read that Superman one with the flower? Yeah, yeah, that, and that was really cool. And they know? did a cartoon on the Justice League as well about yeah. this. So, so they used the Mercy. What do they call them? Uh, the Mercy Flower. The, they basically. Called. So in the story with Superman, it it affects his dreams, and that's what they basically do. I think they create these massive. The, yeah, the hallucinations. Yeah. Yeah, um, but they were a part of uh, uh, of this villain. We don't want to spoil it for you because we really think you should. It's on the cover. Uh, I guess it is on the cover, so it's it's uh, Mongol. So <laughs> I, I didn't realize that. Yeah, but they were the Black Mercy flowers, and um, that they was were a his... cool little twist to see, though. I like that. Well, because it sh- it shows you that this writer is 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 interested in in what came before. Right. He is interested in in what happened before. So. But yeah, it's. Um, I think you should definitely check this out. It's a lot. Of, it's it's a character driven piece. A yes, lot of stuff is, is going on, um, but there is action. That's always the thing about comics is, is there's always going to be at least one action scene. There is, and um, and it really pushes the story along. And there's a surprise at the end. Um, some introductions are in order, and um, talking to Rich about them, and they seem to be all new people. So. I'm happy that this is one of the books that is coming back after the giant uh, convergence, and I am—I will probably end up picking it up uh, again. So that's a good. I'm thing. pretty good con. I'm—I'm a—I'm a con. I'm a Sinestro convert, so to speak. 
to so. the yellow side. I'm, uh, I don't, I'm fearful, but yeah. So. You're fearful? <laughs> Let's talk about a name that we've mentioned already today. Let's go about what we thought together of Uncanny X-Men this week. Nah, that's one that's really long in the tooth right there. I will see that I'll agree with. Um, it seems like the... What was it? The last will and testament of Charles Xavier's storyline that never ends. So we're do up you to. Think, wait, wait, do you think? Do you think the reason why they're doing that is because they know that that all the shit's gonna end, and so and so they're like, Bendis, Bendis, just just just, just keep okay. writing, just keep writing, because because it's all gonna end anyway. So so just write whatever you want, and he's like patting the crap out of the uh-huh. story. Well, not only that, I think I think they're like, you know what? Screw it, do whatever you want, because this issue gets a little bit more crazier than they all have been. So it's written by Brian Michael Bendis. Pencils are by Chris Boccolo. It had one, two, three, four, five inkers and two colors. That's not enough inkers. That's not enough inkers, I know. Come on now, people. Um, Once again, it's this boy, Matthew. Yeah, I was beautiful, though. (laughs) Yeah, I will agree there. Uh, His worst, most biggest mistake, I guess, Xavier had as a young soon-to-be teacher um he let this matthew malloy live and he's this uber mutant that just can destroy and let's just say there's some deaths in here i doubt it um there's some naked matthew person and uh a nice little boob shot of emma i don't know how her boobs stay in that i really don't there's a lot of tape maybe she's tape. maybe she's Partly, she, she's a weak telepath, um, a latent telepathy type of, or, or a telekinetic. Telekinetic to keep those puppies in. What did you think of the issue? Well, you didn't really tell me what you thought of it. No, I want to hear first from you. But, I set this set up. You tell me your opinion. Oh, uh, what you? So you're anyway. Well, I'm the Fallon. Go right ahead. Uh, I doubt that. Anyway, <laughs> um. I, even though it has been going on for a very long time. Like, a, like almost a year, hasn't um, it? I don't think it's been that long, has it? Um, I, I enjoyed it. I really like um, seeing young Xavier. And I really do think that this is um, Bendez's swan song because he has been... Um, Uh, yeah, I... Oh, I'm trying to think. I'm just trying to think about the the the, the way to say this because just because say it. well, there's just been a lot of time travel in this uh-huh. book, you know, because uh, well, between this and all new. Well, yeah, this and all new, and 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 you find out what's what's her name? Um, Whose name? The girl who goes, Eva, oh, Eva Bell. Yeah, Eva Bell goes back in time to talk to to basically have a conversation with old school Xavier to tell him what's going on, and then of course the ending, and then the craziness with the ending. The ending was like when I was like, okay, you know what? Marvel does not give a hoot about anything anymore. Go ahead, Bendis, write whatever you want. Pretty much. This book shows it's made of, you know, how come Cyclops would have an X on his freaking skull? That made no sense to me. Because he's Cyclops. He has an X on his forehead. So? Why would you have an X on your forehead? Because that's... Yes, people, you see Cyclops' skull. Because he's bones. Well, they saw the last issue. I Uh mean, they all get shield, like, nukes them. And, you know, and then... I don't know. And then... 
I like. I'm just gonna say. I like the character. I, I like the. I liked seeing uh, Emma's reaction to, to learning that Scott is dead. And, yeah. Yeah, and then what happens to Emma? Yeah, what happens? Bring to the Emma? body bags, people. It's gonna be a party. So you know, you, you know this issue. This issue is going to go. Or this story is going to go all the way into... Convergence, convergence. and then it'll... Uh, not Convergence. Uh, sorry. Secret, Secret Wars. Wars. I mean, it, it has to, right? Or, I mean, because they have to... He has to write all this crap at, before the end of... Mm -hmm. be, before they go into Secret Wars, because they have to be in it. Do they? Right? No, of course. I know. So they what So what did you think of it, Rich? I gave my dissertation. I said I enjoyed it, but I really feel like Marvel just is like, yeah, you know what? We're going to be changing this summer. Let's make Thor a girl. Let's make Iron Man a douche. Let's Kill make, all the X-Men. Let's make Captain America old. I mean, there are ideas here, and now I understand why they're doing all this stuff. Why they let Wolverine die? Why they're killing Deadpool? Who shot the Hulk? Blah. You know, the Hulk is... Um, Doc Green has taken out all the Gamma people. So, in a way, I feel like Marvel's just like, let's just, let's just play. Yeah, that's what I think so, too. I mean, they're just like, hey, we're going to have a little bit of fun today because yeah. we ain't got nothing else to do. Yay! You yeah. Know, so. Like, death right now in the X-Men world is even more of a joke than it usually is. Well, now, if some of them stay dead... I don't think any of them are going to stay dead. Really? Nope. Well... No. I mean, it would be fun if they no, did. No, because Xavier will probably, you know, take over Matthew's head and, and no, make he, him... No, he couldn't. Mm, that's right, he couldn't. No, he couldn't take over Maybe Matthew's he can head. just give him a good stern finger-wagging. In the astral plane. <laughs> like, you know, you shouldn't have did that. Yeah, it's bad. Well, they're yes. gonna, they're gonna, there's gonna have to be some like time travel manipulation type of stuff. Though. Well, there just has to be. Isn't uh, Eva Bell? I thought was originally just supposed to be able to go within. She's already proved she's a huge teleporter or a time traveler. Oh yeah. Will she be able to fix everything? And does she want to fix something? Does she really want to go back to having a kid? Does she want to go back to not knowing all this? She could eventually just go right back. Well, even even Xavier was like, you know, I can just. But I, I just think it's very convenient that old school Xavier is is in the present now, and the O five are in another dimension at the moment. So, because what happens if he finds out? Like, like he can just read people's minds and be like, "Why are my students in this time?" You know. Well, not only that, they're all gonna look at him right there and be like. Oh my God, you're dead! And you know he can read all their minds. Well, he he already. Knew. Oh wait, he doesn't read people's minds. I'm not going to do that. Well, even wink, even wink. well even even when uh, when he said to Eve, you know, I can just you know erase your mind. It's in your back. And she's like, Yeah, that's the Xavier that I've been hearing about. And I was like, uh -huh. What? So yeah, I don't know. The, the, even even though the the book was was really high fantasy i was like and i say that because it's all high fantasy but i was just like you're really shooting for the moon <laughs> and i and love this... how we've yet to see dazzler do anything i'm all angsty i'm gonna cut my hair and wear black but you're never gonna see me do nothing i'm gonna be all angry and, uh -huh. angsty and, and i just want to kill mystique that's all I, that's all i want to do now i just want to kill mystique i don't care about nobody else i just want to kill no. her i just want to kill her and then we don't see her in anything it's yeah like, come on like, now. what is she doing there you know she just sitting sit in the sitting in the in the side 
uh, brooding or something. Yeah, that's how she is. She's angsty dazzler now. She's angsty. I'm angsty dazzler. Y'all can't touch me. I was angsty dazzler. So, and on that note, uh, you have been listening to the Geek Chat. Uh, we still over? no, 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 no. no. Oh. We, we still got about twenty or minutes or so. But, but I just want to give everyone a, a note if they're just tuning in that you are listening to the Geek Chat. Uh, we're here every Monday from six to seven live. Um, and if you if you're just tuning in, um, you can get the first part of this uh, episode tomorrow um, afternoon. I will be loading it onto SoundCloud and I will be sending it out. Um, you can out. you can always check <laughs> out. You can always check the Geek Chat uh, Facebook group. Yep, we have our own group. We have our own group, and you can definitely check us out there uh, for anything Geek Chatty. I um, want to give a shout out to our sponsor, whatever, a uh, fine purveyor of comic books in the Castro. Um, Rich, what is their address? 548 Castro Street, located between 18th and 19th. It was funny, uh, Paul said uh, after he was listening to you, you always go into your announcer voice when you give them uh, <laughs> whatever. Blah, 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 and blah, blah. It has to be very presentable. Yeah, it should be very, very presentable. I, I, I'm scared. Um, <laughs> I could talk like this all the time. Please don't. Okay. Anyway, and then um, and then the music that you're hearing in the background is by our, our resident DJ, DJ 4AM. That's DJ for the number 4AM. And you can check out his, uh, his stuff on uh, DJ4AM, number four, dot bandcamp, B-A-N-D-C-A-M-P, dot com. So please check him out. Tell him that, um, tell him that uh, the Geek Chat sent you because he would love it. He's, he's got some fantastic stuff that you can listen to. Um, okay, Rich, what was your next one? Oh, what do you want to talk about? Let's talk about Spidey. Spider-Man 2099. And it's another Spider-Verse crossover. Yep. Uh, written by the fantastic, never-loving Peter David. Peter David. And Peter by... Peter Grumpy Cat David. He does kind of look like, like Grumpy, Grumpy Cat. Cat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the artist is Will Sliney. And the color artist is Antonio Fabella. Yay. Yay. So tell us, what is Spider-Man 2099? Uh, it is basically, it's Miguel, isn't it? Yes. So it's Miguel O'Hara. Miguel O'Hara. And he is, you know, if you read the um, 2099 back in the 90s? Yeah. Yeah, back in the 90s. He was the Spider-Man in the future. Um, he was, it was, um, he was mutated on, right? Or he, yeah, I don't think he was bitten by a spider, was he? I'll be honest, I don't know. You know, I mean, Dave, Peter David goes does a little bit of a nice uh, recap, like a hologram recap. Um, it's kind of funny that uh, you see this picture of him, his arm, and then a, a hologram basically telling you what's going on. Oh, he's an experiment That's to replicate the powers of his current Spider-Man rewrote his DNA to make it 50% spider. Yeah. Yeah. That's why he's got those weird little finger claws. Yeah, and he can like and that's he, how he sticks to the walls. His he fingers. poops his webs. He does not poop his webs. Oh, okay. he does not poop his webs. But anyway, it's it's all tied into uh, what's going on right now with um with the Spider Verse. Yep. Takes so, place right after what is it? Amazing. Was it amazing? Uh, amazing Five, isn't it? This, this is part five of the Spider Verse. Um, they give a little checklist in the back, and I have to say I've been really enjoying um the Spider-Verse and all the different Spider-Men. And, and the thing that's really kind of funny is who would have thought, and I said this before, a story about Spider-Men. Like, they all have the same power set, pretty much. Yeah, but they're not the same person. Exactly. And you it's, know? It, it feeds a lot of our... I know you and I both love 
the alternate worlds, how you can take a character and, you know, change it up, but it's still the same. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think people like that about it. It's, it's all these people meeting. Yeah. No, I really, I really, really, um, and just, I just really just enjoy it. And I really, really like this pairing of Miss Lady Spider and 2099. I could see this. So what happened to Six, six Arms Spider-Man? He died. But then why was he in? No, there was a continuity error, error then because he was in. No, I think you missed a book. No, no, he he was in. They they had mentioned something in in Amazing Spider-Man about about the, the three of them doing something after they killed that guy, after they killed um, Demos. But they showed him in the picture with Demos. He was getting sucked. Yes. He's dead. I know, but then they showed him. But they showed him later, not dead. Mm. I swear to okay. you. Okay. So anyhow, I, I think that there was a a Marvel editing snafu. I think you're dreaming. I, I, I think you're dreaming. I will. I. You find it. I will find. Okay, you guys. So, I will be posting Don't it. Don't them do it. Yeah. No, 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 no. I will be. What? <laughs> I will. Be, if if you you out there, if you you out there, if you listening, you know, I swear to God. They said it in, um, I want to say, um, uh, Spider-Man 2099, I want to say number six or seven, uh, you see him being, his, uh, six arms Spider-Man's life being sucked out of him. And then in the next issue of Amazing Spider-Man, I want to say part four, when they're giving all the recaps to where everyone is, you see him there. Was it a flashback? I don't know. Probably was a flashback. I think it was a flashback. All right. So anyhow, back to this issue. It involves Lady Spider and her men of secret. What do they call yeah, themselves? Yeah, it gives them a little bit of a, a backstory for yeah. her. Yeah, you know, I, I mean, it kind of makes me think: Is Peter David going to do something with her? I would love that. But she's not a she's not a spider totem, though. I don't care. I think she needs to stay in 2099 with him. Uh, I liked it. It was good. It it's not important to the story. It, it it's not an integral part of the Spider Verse. But if you like the characters from the Spider-Verse, it's a, it's a nice little accompaniment. Again, Spider-Verse has been really good. I highly suggest picking it up and uh, finishing reading. I mean, it's in its last month because remember, all this stuff has to be, all this stuff has to be wrapped up uh, before Secret Wars. Um, I know it's weird because X Factor is supposed to be going and being seen in Spider-Man 2099 too. Yeah, that's why I think... So, do you think... Because Peter David introduced um, Miguel in X-Factor, do mm-hmm. you think that was him his way of bridging them into yep, Spider-Man? Totally. I think yeah. it's to get people ready. Yeah. I think I think the, the story... And I think that's why uh, X-Factor number 20 did not read as an ending. Mm-mm. Because the story is going to pick up in Spider-Man 2099. At least some of them. Because, like... Cool. Lorna's going to Magneto. Quicksilver's in Uncanny Avengers. So it'll be a small group of... Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. I'm, is it going to Magneto? When is she going to, to Magneto? See, I, I think it's the next couple. Because they talk about their last days. <laughs> Magneto's going to be part of that. The end days. Whatever Marvel's calling it. Which is to show the last days on Earth. Runs through Loki. It runs through uh, Magneto. I think there's mm. one other one. Okay. It's part of their battle world. All that stuff towards battle world. But, thank you, Cher. 
Modern World. It's awesome. Um, okay, so so we're gonna switch gears a little bit, and we're gonna start talking about uh, television real quick. Because, uh, as you know, all of this stuff is back. Um, even Shield's back now. No, no, Shield's not no, back yet. Shield's not back yet. Shield's not back yet. It's still Peggy Carter is taking the the uh, the time slot for Shield. Um, and I don't know about you, but Flash has been knocking it out of the park. Yeah. Very Flash good. has been knocking it out of the park, and even even the even Arrow with uh, with Black Canary, well Canary or the Dark Canary or whatever she is. You know, even 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 <laughs> her being it. around. I mean, they just need to call. Can her I tell black. you one of my favorite things? What? When she fell, oh, she yes. jumps. She jumped onto the van and and fell. Yeah. Like that showed. That's what you would do if you put on spandex, and Hera help us go running outside trying to fight crime. Did you say Hera help? I did. I think I would be good at it. <laughs> I think it'd be funny to watch you try. Thanks a lot. Rich. <laughs> I support you, but I. But it would be really. But you'd fall if you jumped on a car in heels. You would fall, and that's what was so cool. Yeah, why would she be wearing heels <laughs> anyway? Like, why are you wearing heels, girl? So you she know. fell, and I really, I thought that was good because that's what would happen, especially for a, a new hero. Yeah, but, yeah, I would, I would fall. I'd be like, oh my god, ah, yeah. <laughs> So that's why I'm hopeful. That is why. Take I'm your hopeful. shoe off, throw it on the ground. I quit. I, I can't do this. <laughs> No, I, that's why I really, that's why I'm really hopeful that she's gonna get some training, and then I really hope that her training comes from Shiva. I really hope that they bring Lady. Boy, Shiva. you really want Lady Shiva, don't I you? I really want Lady Shiva. She's she was in like she was, she was part of Black Canary towards the end there. I know, and Sin. Yeah, and Sin, Sin's in it. Why not? Why not Lady Shiva? Well, I mean, the funny thing is, they've already kind of made this little weird, not weird like weird, but weird. So they did sin, and that was supposed to be the girl, the older girl. Yeah. But that was that Black Canary. Yeah. Yeah. Now, so, is she going to be really Shiva's, do you think? That that girl? I don't see why not. That way they could tie that in. Mm-hmm. And especially Taraj. Again, I want Shiva. <laughs> I really thought that she was one of the coolest characters. I thought that she was fantastic. You know who I'd love to see on it? What? Cheshire. Yeah? I would love uh, Cheshire to come and flirt with Roy and try to get Ollie. That would be something. No, I think I think that I think that if they're gonna involve Cheshire, see I think that would be really cool if they were to if they were to bring in, you know, more League of Assassins and then you realize that like Cheshire and and uh, Lady Shiva are all parts of the League of Assassins. Bad thing is over in Arrow Universe, remember they showed Bronze Tiger. So? Do you think he'd be a part? He could be. I mean, That'd be they they cool. never, they never really gave his backstory. Mm-mm. And all they said that he was a, he was a rogue, uh, not a rogue, but he used to be a, um, an Argus agent. Well, they mm. were all Argus agents. So that's why I'm thinking it would be really cool if they were to bring in uh, more League of Assassins. I mean, they already brought in Raj. Uh, you know, the, the the biggest. Yeah. I mean, why not talk about his other? There's just a lot of ripe stuff. Now that Ollie is, has been taken out of the picture for a little while, I think it would be fantastic to have to show these other characters doing their stuff. Get a little bit more um, backstory about Roy and and Speedy. Have Speedy do something with with the mantle or something. Not Speedy as in Speedy the girl, the sister. Yes, the sister. Yeah. Because that's why I think it would be a fantastic love triangle to have Speedy, Ew. Roy. No, Speedy, Roy, and Cheshire. Oh, I thought you, you meant know, Speedy, them, Roy, and Ollie. No, no, have them fighting. You know, and then um, have. Uh, 
Lady Shiva training uh, Laurel to be Ooh, to be the black that. to be the black canary. Too bad you can't contact them. Uh, what's that? Well, Mark, you know, whatever. We'll see if we can get our input in. But but they're gonna be. But Merlin's coming back, and that's great I know. because I really like his character. Now the Flash, though, again is fantastic. I do believe that Flash, in my opinion, is, my opinion is better than Arrow, only because I. It's not as dark. You know, that I really bothers a lot of people. No, no, no. And it's not that it's so bad. It's just you get a you get more of an air of heroics with um, with um, with the flash, with the flash, you know, because it's more it's more comic booky. No, I that's think... the whole thing. It's comic booky. It, it it's the bright side of comic books. It's the daytime comic books. Yeah, but but I think that's great that that they're both kind of straddling this kind of like one is much more like dark and gloomy and like Batman esque, and the other one is much more Superman light, you know type. So I really no, I like that mean. they kind of balance each other out. You know, I really like that, and I and I'm hopeful that the uh, Vixen cartoon when that comes out, because supposedly that Vixen cartoon it sets in the it's set in that yep. universe, and they so, have said not to rule out. Uh, he was interviewed and asked about. Um, Bringing it to live action, he says, "Never say never." See, because that would be fantastic if you if they if she just kind of shows up, you know, and, and they do like a um, a crossover, like a finale, and have the three of them that really kind of pushes people into the co the cartoon. What do you know? What channel that cartoon's going to be on? No. Okay. Um, I think it would be really cool though if you know how Marvel did with Agent Carter. It would be really cool if DC said, "You know what? Let's give her." six episodes see how she does and actually have a little faith in a black female as your lead and, that, and that's the thing that kind of that really kind of killed it for me you know a little bit because i there's no reason why she couldn't she why couldn't, she can't show up in real life no, no no yeah why she can't why they can't actually make a an actual um story uh -huh. an actual live action show about that's her. what i'm saying stick it between the you know when they go off the air for on hiatus for the summer give us that yeah try know, that out yeah, introduce her introduce her in both in both uh both continuities in both shows you know have have her show up i mean hell you, you can have her be a former argus agent or she could be or you know she was, a, she was a former argus agent that was that was tapped by the by the um, the reactor when it exploded you know it's funny we talk about you know TV shows we'd love. I'd love to see a checkmate come out of all that, which could have Argus as well as all the other like Shade. See, and that's and that's another thing. Um, we're not going to be able to get a Suicide Squad TV no, show now anymore. because of the movie. Yeah, I would love to see a checkmate. And spin people out. say, oh, there's too many TV. This is I heard I hear this a lot. There's oh, there's a lot of TV shows on right now. Um, comic book themed TV shows. Oh, do we really need another one? Do you know there's going to be another CSI coming on? There's like 20 CSI Cyber shows. Cyber CSI or yeah. something like that. So if they can have all these off one show or special, you know, the SVU, all those, why can't we have more than, you know, three or four shows? Why is it so bad? People I are agree. always putting it down. I agree. I, I don't see why they couldn't. I mean, it's not like DC's movies are doing anything. <laughs> um, the, the, there's a reason why they, they have can't. a movie? Um, as, uh, that's why I feel there's no reason why they can't have do follow that um, the model of the CSI mm -hmm. and have different I mean and the sad thing about 
for me about the whole CSI situation is it literally is the same show. CSI Miami. Oh, we're going to put it in the sun with palm trees. CSI, Here's CSI Miami. Alaska. Here in the snow. Yeah. Yeah, snow with like with uh, with polar bears. <laughs> now they have like CSI Cyber. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, another one. Oh. And I'm not people I'm not I'm not putting it down. I don't watch it. I'm just saying Have it's funny how when people say, "Oh god, another comic book, uh, another TV show based on a comic book." And I'm like, "Well, what's wrong with that? Throw us a bone. We like them." They really Titans. Do. Titans, did you hear? Yeah, they they released uh, who's going to be in it. What did yeah. you think of it? It's very female, which I'm very uh, that takes me back to the Perez days. Yeah. Because it's supposed to have Raven, but is it Starfire? But it doesn't exist. It, do, it's Hawk not, and Dove. it doesn't exist in the uh, in the uh, uh, Arrow. No, and that's what sucks. They have their own arsenal. Mm, yeah. yeah, I was. I mean, yes, it would be great to have it. I mean, is it the same channel as Supergirl? No, that's that's Channel Five. But yeah. that, I guess, can have. Maybe a crossover. Well, yeah, because it's they're all they're owned by the same people. Yeah. So so those yeah you can have Supergirl showing up on Flash and and um, Arrow though I think it would be fantastic again. Constantine walked in. Well, no, if, if they had um, if they had uh, the foot race, Supergirl versus the Flash, that'd mm-hmm. be hilarious. Oh my god, I would love that so much. Okay, what else we got? We got a couple more minutes. Um, so is anyone watching Constantine? Mm. I didn't think so. Yeah, and it got renewed though. I know. Good for them. So people are, and they're actually what, they're going to change the time the time that it's coming out? Oh, now? that's a bit already been changed. It's like kind of eight. No, 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 no. They're moving it from like Friday to something else. Oh, they're moving it to a new day? Supposedly. Uh, I don't that's know. the rumor, but I don't know. Looking don't forward know. to iZombie. Very looking forward to it. More Rich, I see the commercial. Yeah, okay. Rich is which is really in love with that. If if you're a Walking Dead fan, this is. I think it's more so if you're if you're if no you're, if you're a Walking Dead fan that no, wants no. it on the CW. No, no. If, if you're a Walking Dead fan and you like Dawson's Creek, no, there you go. No. <laughs> you know because we, Rich and I were saying it. It's like we're talking about that as well. She is the cutest She's zombie. She's the prettiest little thing. She's the prettiest zombie I have ever seen in my life. So I really want to see how they're going to play up the gore aspect because she literally has to eat these people mm-hmm. to get the flashes about what happens, you know, to them and help solve crimes. And and she's living in a world where where zombieism isn't very large, so not a lot of people are zombies, you know, so to speak. So so I'm very interested to see how um they're going to play it out because, I mean, she has to eat people. She's all pretty. And yeah. Everyone there is pretty and they're all thin well, and she's gorgeous. Been, well, I mean, even when Mike Allard did the uh, the comic book, I mean, she was kind of pretty then, mm-hmm. too. I mean, granted, it was a Vertigo comic and you can do you can be a little bit more crazy. But I do think it's nice that that TV is going to Vertigo because yes. it just shows that they're 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 willing to at least do a little bit of stuff that's that's out of the box or 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 a little bit could be a bit more still edgy. waiting for the wonder woman yeah so but we're almost out of time yes, so again just wanted to say um thank you so much rich for for tuning for being here for with tuning me, in for being here with me <laughs> and i want to thank all you listeners as well again thank our sponsor whatever at 548 castro street between 18th and 19th 
So please check us out over there on Wednesdays. We're always there. Um, Listen in next week because we're going to be airing some of them. Yes, and we're going to be talking about the previews and and getting you guys excited for for, uh, upcoming books. So, again, this is Desmond and Rich saying thank you so much for tuning in to the Geek Chat. And if you missed it, you can always get it on uh, Mixcloud tomorrow afternoon. No, Soundcloud. Uh, Sorry, Soundcloud. I think I'm listening. MixLR is where you're listening to. Yes. But SoundCloud is where you can go and search the Geek Chat. Love ya. Bye. Bye.